0: and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com.
1: Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice. Dark Dice
0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Brian. I'm Will. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, from Grim Ghouls to Grinning Ghasts. And today we're talking about ghosts, specters, and wraiths. Indeed. Prepare yourselves. (laughs)
2: All right, Brian, we got more undead on the menu today. Mm, delicious. <laughs> so, what ghosts does it taste like? <laughs> well, uh, not like much since they're all incorporeal. But oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so we're talking about ghosts, specters, and wraiths. Um, I put all three of them in the same episode for some obvious reasons. They're all three undead. They're all incorporeal, and they're all the result of a mortal soul remaining after death. Mm-hmm. Um, despite being so similar, their powers and natures are actually quite different, which we'll get into. Still, all three of these uh, entities fill the same mechanical combat niche. You know, they're all, yeah, all three levitating, ethereal, undead, with lots of resistances and immunities. These slight
0: differences grant them their different names and stat blocks.
2: Yeah, it's it's really a difference in nature. Okay, uh, which which we'll get into. Common ghost theory, I think, is like
0: this person dies and then they walk this path that they would normally walk, and like a building that they frequented or whatever. And then right. the building gets demolished and changed, but that ghost still walks that same path, which would explain why they walk through the walls or whatever.
2: Sure. Yeah. And you could see some of that in this in this lore we're about okay. to talk about. Um let's start with ghosts since we're on the subject of ghosts and since ghosts are the first thing in my nose. Um, Convenient. (laughs) Indeed. So ghosts in D&D are essentially the souls of once-living mortals that have become bound to a specific location, creature, or object that held significance in its life. Mm. Um, In the Monster Manual, uh, ghosts are depicted as these ethereal, semi-transparent versions of their former self. Yeah. Okay. Just like your standard Standard ghost. Standard ghost. Yeah. Uh, Casper. Casper, the friendly ghost, kind of. No. A little less cartoony. Yeah. But yeah, same. Were you bald in real life life too? There's more uh, in common between the D and D five E depiction of ghosts and the 1990s movie Casper. (laughs) There's a lot of parallels. Have you between seen the that? nature of those two types of
0: ghosts? Have you seen that theory? I think they address it on the Simpsons. It's like an episode of the Simpsons where like, "Oh, Casper is just the ghost of Richie Rich or whatever, the comic book Richie Rich." No, they, I haven't like,
2: seen this fan theory. They look
0: like identical. I think the Simpsons is it's like Bart and Lisa talking in the back of a car or what in the back in the back seat of the car.
2: I need to see this. That's very interesting. I'll probably to be make. able to
0: bring it up on the internet.
2: So, the reason ghost souls linger in D&D Instead of passing on to the afterlife, is due to having an overwhelming yearning to complete some sort of unfinished business. Yeah, like uh, like Casper the movie like from the 1990s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, what were you gonna say? Um. Oh God, the topic of last episode, the Revenant.
2: Uh, yes, with the Revenant, it's, uh, I guess there is far less major intense yearning. unfinished business <laughs> yeah. of revenge. But a ghost, it's like something they wish they had done, but they didn't get the chance.
0: to. Oh, uh, like
2: the movie Casper from the 1990s. Indeed, exactly, you're catching on. <laughs> Time to kill so, your dad. This can be making our ghost friend. Right, this could be anything from the want of revenge, like the Revenant, to unfulfilled oaths, or the just the desiring of a leaving of a final message to a loved one. Mm. Uh, as a matter of fact, the surest way to get to rid an area of a ghost is to help it resolve its unfinished business. Like the movie Casper <laughs> from the nineteen nineties, <1990s? laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> so this this may be difficult oh. to to achieve, though, because uh, uh, a lot of times the ghosts in need you don't even realize they're dead, and they're just like you were saying with the whole pathway walking thing. Oh yeah, uh, they'll carry on with their daily routines as if they were still living. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, unlike most other undead, ghosts retain all their memories, or personality, and their mental faculties that they possessed before their death. So. Although running into a ghost is never usually a good thing. Um, I mean, typically every time I've run into a
0: ghost, it's not been a pleasant
2: experience. Right. And that's the same in D&D. But but generally speaking, ghosts can fall anywhere in the good to evil spectrum, with most being fairly ambivalent, since most people are fairly ambivalent. Okay. There it is. So whether good or bad, ghosts tend to be beings filled with loneliness, sadness, and just unfulfilled yearning. Mm. Um, This feeling is so powerful that not only did their soul not pass on, but it infects the environments that they haunt. So places that have ghostly haunts will sometimes be eerily quiet with strange, unexplainable noises that break up the silence. Okay, Um, Generally unsettling atmospheres, uh, strange cold spots. Um, strange smells, spontaneously moving objects. These effects are known as ghostly manifestations, and they can the ghost itself does not control this. It just happens, okay, with its presence. So yeah.
0: Every time we get on, like, these uh, these kind of topics that are kind of, uh, you know, linear like this, mm-hmm. I always want to make a campaign. Like, I know. what about some Ghost Hunters? Yeah, like, yeah. We give everybody, cool. like, a spectrometer or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, sure. Basically sure. watch an episode of Ghost Hunters and then, right. like, detail all the tools they use and I, give them to your PC That th- your is your the
2: natural effect of playing D&D is you start seeing campaign ideas everywhere. Yeah. And it's very fun, but it also gets overwhelming because you can't do them all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, the, um, like the movie 23 with Jim Carrey where he's just like,
2: 23 right. is everywhere. Right, right. Um. So, yeah, that's the basic lore on ghosts. I mean, what did you expect? I want to get into the stat that, block. I though. expected that. Yeah, the, the stat block's actually pretty interesting for the ghosts. Probably
0: less references to Casper, the movie from the 1990s. I, well, it's, there were so many
2: parallels.
0: <laughs> there were. There's really actually were. more. But... It's almost like that movie Casper from the 1990s was about ghosts. I
2: know, right? <laughs> so let's get to the stat block, because I, fi- <laughs> I find the ghost stat block very... Uh, it's a lot more powerful than you think it was would be. Um, challenge rating 4 for ghosts which is you know what yeah they'll fuck you up if <laughs> i you're was expecting one. half or one yeah get, or two get ready even. for some of the shit they can do so let's let's first let's talk about like their defenses well uh, on, let's
0: make let's make sure all our listeners are sitting down get ready for all the shit these ghosts <laughs> can do i'm
2: about to hit you um <laughs> damage resistances so they resist acid fire lightning thunder and any type of physical damage that isn't from non-magical weapons now this is the first line where it's like that doesn't make sense to me. Like, if you swing a sword at a ghost, I don't give a shit. It's not doing any damage, if you yeah. ask me. Okay, yeah. Unless it's silvered. But they're but, talking half here? But this is mechanically speaking. Mm. I still say bullshit, but I wouldn't let that do any damage. Personally, I don't give a shit about mechanics. Mechanics be damned.
0: So you can yeah. uh, you you could just make people have to run at lower levels. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, oh, wow. Uh, straight up or do immu- magic.
2: Straight-up damage immunities that ghosts have are cold, necrotic, and poison damage. doesn't affect them at all. For the most part, I feel sense. like that. You're right. That list should be much longer, including piercing, slashing, yeah, bludgeoning. They should all not do anything. Uh, Condition immunities: uh, ghosts are immune to being charmed, exhausted, frightened, grappled, paralyzed, petrified, poisoned, prone, restrained. All these things cannot be done <laughs> to a ghost. I mean, maybe that's why the challenge rating is so high, is because of all these extras. Well, that's part of it. Okay, there's more. Um, they get our vision. Uh, <laughs> they can also speak any language that they knew in life.
0: Oh my god, dark vision. <laughs> okay, yeah.
2: Um, any oh, any language they knew in life. Okay, yeah. Ghosts also get ethereal sight, meaning that a ghost can see sixty feet into the ethereal plane, whether it's on the material plane or not. Oh, okay, cool. So, like in D and D, there is a a spiritual plane that lies on top of the material called yeah. the ethereal plane. You blink there. You can blink there, and then, you know, ghosts exist there simultaneously. So they bullshit, that bullshit yeah. exists there. Yeah, a lot of times. Um, in corporeal movement, ghosts can move through creatures and objects um, as if they were difficult terrain. It says that it, a ghost will take five force damage if it ends its turn inside of an object. I don't know how I feel That's about that. That's kind of cool. It, I mean, like
0: in, inside of an object? Like see, it move through something? For me, it's
2: like in, inside of a creature. Is what it should say I feel like if a ghost Ends its movement Inside of a living thing It takes damage But a ghost ending Its turn inside of a wall That just sounds like Ghost shit to me That's just some Straight up ghost shit Yeah so Like (laughs) I would allow it It only resists the wall It only took half
0: damage From the wall I like the force The living creature thing Is really cool Like if you're if you try to possess a living creature by moving inside of it, it fails. You take damage from right. like, and you're expelled from the creature's or, presence. Oh, that's or if whatever. you have your
2: turn in one. We'll talk right. about possession in a little bit. Ooh. So uh, let's get into some of the actions that a ghost can do. Uh, okay. One is a withering touch. So basically, ghosts just have this natural necrotic like swipe. Like I'm
0: dead, so you're gonna feel
2: dead too. Basically, okay, yeah. Um, they have an etherealness action where it, they can just slip into the ethereal plane. Cool. Makes sense. Now, they can also ride on the border of the ethereal plane, which is kind of like a have your cake and eat it, too. Uh Uh-huh. You get all the benefits of being in the ethereal plane, but people can still see you. (laughs) Okay. So, well, cool. (laughs) All right. So they get a big power called Horrifying uh, Visage, which it doesn't give any flavor for this, but it reminds me of the movie Casper from the 1990s. (laughs) Because if I remember correctly in that movie, the ghost could, like, get all crazy like uh, if i remember like the three the three uh the goon brothers the or goon whatever the goon brother characters they could like turn into like scary ass things i know they scare the shit out of like the the main character
0: guy, yeah they uh, kind of take on like a monstrous quality exactly, to exactly they could do that beyond and, their like
2: legless form exactly yeah. and that's what these ghosts can do and it actually does some serious stuff so let me read it verbatim here let me actually i'm going to pull it up close cuz nice. that text is tiny um so each non-undead creature within 60 feet of the ghost that the ghost can see must succeed on a DC 13 wisdom saving throw or be frightened for one minute. If the save fails by five or more, the target also ages 1d4 times 10 years. Oh, oh yes. You could get into a fight with a ghost and come out 30 years older.
0: Oh, man. But you can, uh, you can greater restoration that away, right? I'm pretty sure.
2: I don't know. Let's read on. You could uh, do that in crit roll. You could probably, you could probably greater restoration okay. that away or like, uh, Remove curse or something. Yeah, something like that. A frightened target can repeat the saving throw at the end of each uh, of its turns, ending the frightened condition on itself uh, on a success. If a target saving throw is successful or the effect ends... Or the effect ends for it. The target is immune to the ghost's horrifying visage for the next twenty four hours. Oh, nice! The aging effect can be reversed with a greater restoration spell. So yes, there we Brian, You had it completely right. Nice, but only within twenty four hours of it occurring. So you better act quick.
0: Yeah, because they had to go. Uh, <laughs> I clear- don't want
2: to be old. I think it
0: was Pike. They they went on a mission and that a couple people aged mm-hmm. um, in like a fight with. I think it was they, they were fighting like a pharaoh or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, or some, some money shit like. Uh, um, What's the four legged um, Egyptian thing? A sphinx. A sphinx. They were finding a sphinx, and it uh, aged. Pharaoh. It aged. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. It aged some of them, and they could only greater a restoration so many times before they had to take a long rest. And it was like, uh oh.
2: Right. right. No, <laughs> yeah. no, that's that's legit scary. Yeah, so, for sure. Cool Damn, stuff. just like thirty years. So this is again. This is why. This is one of the reasons why it's a challenge rating four. So let's get into the final ability possession. Yeah. This is really wordy, so I'm going to read it verbatim. One humanoid that the ghost can see within five feet of it must. Will be ex- Goldberg. Must succeed in a DC 13 charisma save, saving throw. You know what? We haven't made a single ghost reference, and we're talking about ghosts. Well, I I just did, did, but like, (laughs) yes, I know, but like, it took this long. You're not
0: even going to let me say the words Patrick Swayze? Like, finish the reading the thing, (laughs) so I can say the words
2: Patrick Swayze. Uh, what was the thing? So five feet of it must succeed on DC thirteen charisma saving throw or be possessed by that ghost. The ghost then disappears and the target is incapacitated and loses control of its body. Like that scene from the movie Ghost, with Patrick Swayze. Indeed, <laughs> the ghost now controls the body, but doesn't deprive the target of awareness. Ooh, that's horrible. That so is like, horrible. You have to be aware the did whole time. Did Goldberg
0: know that she was hugging up on what's her face?
2: I think she didn't realize. Yeah, no, no she no, didn't. She didn't. So that's she different. Didn't. So where did she go? She didn't. She just I like goes that. Asleep. Huh? She just goes to sleep. I, I think guess.
0: she just like, okay, so in, uh, in Dark Tower, um, oh, okay. when you get, like there's these uh, instances where the main character can jump into somebody's mind and mm-hmm. kind of, they kind of use Pilot it like body. move for, moving forward, moving up to the front and putting mm-hmm. the, the normal driver in the back. Okay. So it's like... Basically knocking them unconscious within the confines of their own mind and right. throwing them into a dungeon. So, so they have like they no like control. Out. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Or they, gotcha. they like have a memory lapse.
2: Gotcha. Okay, okay.
0: Um, or they know. They can let them come up forward a little more and let them see, kind of like this.
2: Right. The ghost cannot be targeted by an attack spell or other effect except for ones that turn undead. It oh, retains cool. its alignment, intelligence, wisdom, charisma, immunity to being charmed and frightened. It otherwise uses the possessed target's statistics but doesn't gain access to the target's knowledge, class features, or proficiencies. The possession lasts until the body drops to zero hit points, the ghost ends it as a bonus action, or the ghost is turned... Turned or forced out by an effect like dispel evil and good spell. Yeah, when AKA the possession. Exercised. Yeah, when the possession ends, the ghost reappears in an unoccupied space within five feet of the body. The target is immune to the ghost possession for twenty-four hours after succeeding on a saving throw, or after possession ends.
0: Damn, so, that's
2: really cool. So a four-man squad does not want to run into another four-man squad of ghosts.
0: Yeah, make sure the turn undead. Uh, guy in your party doesn't isn't the one that gets possessed. Oh, I know,
2: that would suck. <laughs> We're doomed. That's it. Well, but yeah, so that's good. I'm going to kill the cleric. They're pretty they're a pretty potent enemy. I was actually really surprised when reading yeah. up on them. Um I mean, you figure
0: they would be with even like cuz I would think you wouldn't be able to hit it with a sword, like we were saying earlier. Right. Like, and that would make them powerful. Which technically, you can, but yeah, technically.
2: Anyways, so that's all I have on ghosts. Do you have any question on ghosts, Brian? Nah. All right. Well, before. When was we... the last time
0: you watched Casper, the movie from the 1990s? I think the
2: last time I saw Casper from the 1990s, I must have been like 14. Oh. So some time ago. Anyways, uh, let's take a short rest before we move on to specters and wraiths. Okay. <laughs>
1: That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind.
0: This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny,
1: true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey,
0: everybody. Welcome to the part of the episode where are not talking about the last thing we were talking about because we're talking about some new and exciting things. One thing that isn't new but is still very exciting to me is my love for you, the people that hear this. Thank you for listening to the show. Tell them, Will.
2: I also love you, and I also thank you for listening to the show. It means a lot to me.
0: Thanks, Will. Um, <laughs> on behalf of myself and the listener, thank you. Uh, anyway... Find us on Patreon because there's some cool stuff going on there. Patreon.com slash The Dungeon Cast. Really, we play some live games there. Our actual plays? What the hell? I never f- remember what the hell we call them. I mean,
2: honestly, there's no rule here, Brian. You we can call pl- them whatever. You- we play, play D D. It's we record recorded it, for
0: you to it. listen to. It. Indeed. The level of money you give us per month tells you what you get to do in the yeah. Patreon. You just
2: get more, more. You get
0: more live plays. More
2: live plays. Speaking of more live plays. More. We are happy to announce that we are launching uh, a live more. play series on the YouTube channel for everyone to see. It's not Patreon exclusive. And a it, public game. A public game. And it is titled,
0: well, hang on, it's a private game for us that you can publicly view. Sure. Yeah.
2: yeah. So anyways, we're launching it on YouTube. We're launching it this week, in fact, and it is titled Super Quest Saga. And I'm really excited. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah. I hope we- you guys enjoy it.
0: Will's going to be the DM of that game. I am DMing it, yes. And uh, I'm going to play my third character player ever, <laughs> <laughs> who is uh, a human uh, warlock man um who is uh he's like in his mid-30s his name is carter huttenberg he's like a, a i don't know how much i want to say about him in terms of like i think i'll just keep it light yeah because that's my plan there's some se- say, he's got secrets
2: here say what you can say here whatever it is you're going to say to the on other episode one episode one
0: he's uh he's just like a smooth talking real fast quick-witted guy he does some magic mm-hmm. and um I don't even know if they're gonna know he's a warlock, but like mechanically speaking, everyone needs to know he's a warlock. Yeah, he's a warlock. Make it, yeah, he's a warlock. So he has <laughs> so a path. You don't want to reveal the patron. I don't think, think I do. Okay, I think he's that'll got a get revealed. Patron. Yeah, I think that'll get revealed, because um, I want the other guys to stay in character as much as possible no, while no, we're doing
2: I'm it. No, I 100% back you up. Yeah, yeah so um,
0: so we'll talk, we'll definitely have some some discourse about it from player to DM at the table. They're going to have to be that, so um, I would imagine, anyway.
2: But it'll be an ongoing series, we're going to release the episode, I think right now we're thinking every other Thursday. Yeah. So it's going to be bi-weekly for sure, but definitely. yeah. Definitely we're going to we're going to go on an adventure and we want you guys to to join in and and let us know what you think.
0: Yeah, special thanks to Josh Freeland and Jake Casada who are um like frequent mentions on this show and uh yeah. and frequent um make frequent appearances in our Patreon playing games with us. So if you're uh tied to Patreon, you definitely know who Jake and Freeland are. Yeah, absolutely. Or if you're in the Discord, you know, and there's a link below for Discord and Patreon and Twitter and all that.
2: Indeed. So come join us this Thursday on Super Quest Saga and I hope you enjoy the show. Yeah. Um, speaking of show, we
0: should get back to the one we do now.
2: Indeed, yeah, back to the show. <laughs> All right, Brian, we're back, back at it again. Indeed, and uh, we're still talking about uh, ghostly phantoms. So that's good. The next one we're going to talk about. Let's talk about specters. Mm. So, a specter is um not a ghost. Well, it's not a ghost, yeah, but it is it is pretty closely related to ghosts. It is also the soul of a mortal. Um, but it's the soul of a mortal that has specifically been prevented from passing to the afterlife and robbed of its memories and its personality by dark magic. Oh. So specters are, are made by dark magic to a person. Like lich stuff or something like that. Kind of. Yeah. A lich would make specters for sure. Totally. Okay. Um
0: you know, it's not it's
2: never explicitly
0: stated, but I guess kind like like no, I guess it is like the power of the human soul, like the mortal soul, has. Like mm-hmm. people be collecting it for money and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, it's
2: a currency. It is definitely. It you is. You do cool stuff with it. You could do cool stuff with it for <laughs> sure. So with no unfinished business to be completed, uh, or any or any other way to 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 gain access to the afterlife the soul has no hope for rest or redemption uh it's doomed to wander the material plane for eternity or until it's destroyed oh fuck um this will drive it insane by the way if it's um, destroyed does it not move
0: on it to it a... doesn't
2: exist anymore oh man yeah, this like... is a horrible way for a mortal's life tank to come to an end
0: that happens a lot in dragon ball super
2: does it yeah people are just Spoilers. being
0: erased from existence no not really i mean uh, like it's just yeah. Every time a God of Destruction it. erases something, it oh, is gone, gone like wow. that. Wow! I yeah. didn't realize that. So That's happening like episode two or some yeah, shit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay.
2: Well, um, yeah. So this kind of drives them and cra- uh, crazy, Damn. essentially. Yeah. So Spectres are are known for their undying hatred for the living. They're basically they're <laughs> they're overwhelmed with sorrow and wrath at its own fate that the existence of living things reminds it of what it can never have. Um, effectively. Specters are these beings of pain and spite incarnate, full of angst. Yeah, exactly. With no tie to their past lives or selves, so they have no identity either. They're just mad as fuck about it. They're just these lacking, and they're these identityless entities with no hope of an existence outside of pain. (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty 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 uh grim for it sounds
0: like you said something from naruto right now oh did i yeah i don't know it just sounds like a line i would hear out of them
2: (laughs) okay uh so they they tend to dwell in long forgotten and abandoned locations in the world they attack and kill life mercilessly upon sight um they they have sunlight sensitivity because sunlight is like the ultimate symbol of life mm. and one that they can never extinguish. So it pains <laughs> them upon contact. So they usually hide in dark places during the day, only to emerge at night to hunt the living. Nice. But, I mean, that's the all there really is. The specters—they're just this sad story, really. Um, so what? They they don't have
0: they don't have their own agency, but are they submissive to the well, agency of the creation, the creator? Yes, of them?
2: generally whoever creates them, they'll they'll have uh, they'll have to be obedient to. But okay. Um, a specter that's kind of on its own will just wander, and, and like, kill. You accidentally got blasted by dark magic, and now you're just in a specter, like messing right. stuff up, basically. So specters are actually significantly weaker than ghosts, only in challenge rating of one, but they have a lot of the same resistances as they should. You know, cold, fire, lightning, thunder, uh, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. They resist. They're straight up immune to necrotic and poison. Hmm. Um, they're immune to being charmed. Exhausted, grappled, paralyzed, petrified, poison-proned, or restrained, or being knocked unconscious. They also have dark vision. They can understand whatever languages that they could speak in life, mm-hmm. but they themselves cannot speak. Oh, I guess bummer. I yeah. I should take a moment. The Monster Manual depicts uh, the Specter as like this purple-looking phantom with like a skeletal head, glowing white eyes, and glowing white, shock white. Oh hair. yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, so they're just this, fanta- this scary <laughs> phantom, the scariest shit-looking phantom, and um, they're super mad. Yeah, and they're super upset about basically everything. Oh shit! Uh, they have the incorporeal movement that ghosts have. They have that sunlight sensitivity I talked about. So basically, while in sunlight, the Specter has disadvantage on all attack rolls, as well as on perception. Checks that rely on sight, um, and the, the their only uh, attacking ability is this life draining thing, which is what they're known for. They drain the life out of everything, you know. Okay. Um, now this is a pretty nasty attack, uh, especially considering how low of a challenge rating they are, because it does three d six of necrotic damage, but the target must succeed on a DC ten Constitution saving throw, or the target's hit points. Maximum will be reduced by the same amount of the damage that they take until they do a long rest. Oh, and if you are reduced to zero by this life training attack, it's an instant death. Oh, if if it, you fail the save, you like turn
0: into fluid and like get sucked up into the ghost or yeah. whatever. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, so sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I'm asking like is like, does that leave a body to restore? Oh
2: yeah, it'll leave the body. It'll just literally suck the, your soul out, basically. Cool, dementor yeah. style. Yeah, dementor style. I would say to a certain degree. Make out with you to kill you. Sure. yeah. Um, kill, uh, quote unquote Yeah, I would you. say dementors are, hmm, I'm actually struggling to remember the origin story of dementors in Harry Potter. Um, but do they have one? they dementors are more similar to Wraiths, which is what we're about to talk about now. And oh, okay. yeah, I think they do. I think they do get explained, and I cannot I mean, remember for the life of they're me. They're
0: really fleshing out the lore with the the new movies and stuff that they're making now. Oh, like for me, for me, that's st- non canon stuff that J.K. Rowling tweets. And, yeah,
2: if it ain't in book one through seven, it doesn't matter to
0: me. <laughs> really? Like, because uh, the, the creator is still like very actively populating the the earth. Good for her. I feel like they're taking <laughs> a lot of liberties with with shit lately, though.
2: They can do whatever they want. I mean, I don't care. Yeah, they certainly are, which <laughs> bothers me. They're gonna yeah. like
0: squeeze like Star Wars. They're ju- we're just gonna do whatever we it's want. It's like
2: Star Wars. If it exists outside of the first three movies, I don't care. Yeah, I just I don't. Mean, I mean, that's good for them. I wish them all the success. I just I don't care. I personally. think the
0: prequels at this point have kind of like taken hold in the hearts of Star Wars fans. Yeah, the
2: prequels are. I mean, I with all my pri- problems with them, they're fine. Whatever. Yeah, like,
0: but not like the new stuff, man. Like this new Harry Potter and the new Star Wars stuff is just like. I feel like it's just a dry sponge that they I'm just good.
2: keep on squeezing. Uh, like, whatever. Yeah. But anyways, let's talk about wraiths. So it's I love wraiths. wraiths.
0: Wait, I might love wraiths. Tell me about them. <laughs> I think
2: that wraiths are scary and cool. So a wraith is made from the soul of a mortal, but it is no longer a soul at all and has no ties to the mortal that it was formed from. So okay. Essentially, as we've talked about in d d like, like converted energy kind of it is the okay so when when mortals are wicked their souls get consigned to the afterlife in the lower planes of existence we've talked mm-hmm. about this before that could be Beator the abyss it yeah, it all, all kind of depends excuse me but when a wicked mortal soul that's consigned to the lower planes becomes over infused with negative energy um, before it has the chance to pass on. Okay, the soul collapses in upon itself and ceases to exist. Ooh. the negative energy then uses the the soul as a matrix, uh, as like a containment vessel, and it becomes self aware. The resulting spirit is a soulless void trapped on the mortal plane with nothing of its former existence preserved. Wow,
0: that's a that's suggesting a lot of things, as like the properties of life and death, like right there. I guess like so, the yeah. mechanics of awareness and stuff. Like right. A, a, well, I mean, think about the abyss.
2: The abyss is self aware. That's true. Right? Did you
0: see? Somebody in our Discord was talking about um, using the abyss as a great old one.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that.
0: That was great.
2: Yeah, that was a really cool idea. Yeah. I, I think it's very fitting too. Um, so so like in this case, a wraith is like a black hole is to a star. Yeah, yeah, like that's w- kind of what I thought of yeah, too. You even said like collapsing. It on collapses itself. in on itself, and then it becomes something completely different
0: and probably like more scary. Indeed. Uh, is a scar is a star scarier than a black hole? like i feel like the scale is so out of proportion from a human standpoint that it doesn't even the conversation doesn't even matter
2: i i think i rather die by burning in like the fire of a sun than being spaghettified by a black hole like, yeah or that other thing
0: they talk about where you like you see yourself like duplicate like all over the place a bunch of times and then you just like get eradicated or whatever i've never heard know. of
2: that my understanding of like uh the effect of a black hole is it strips atom by atom and it spaghettifies you yeah you know? there's
0: a couple different anyway let's let's keep talking about so
2: although race are essentially negative energy made aware of itself races are not mindless like you think they might be um they're actually fairly intelligent and they're quite powerful i think they're challenge rating five or something like that okay um they're considered neutral evil entities and they do have their own individual agendas and personalities they are beings if you will um although like they're they are pure evil and it's not like they talk a lot, mm. but they can, they can speak. They're like the ring wraiths in a way, okay. So, like, um,
0: where are they getting this sentience from? Like, the negative energy, but like, what I don't what,
2: know where does the biscuit is sentience from, man? I don't know. I guess so. It, just, it became aware, in in yeah, that's like just, the
0: storyline of um, of Dragon Ball GT when like, oh, the bad karma piled up and now like the Dragon Balls are evil.
2: I I, I know nothing about Dragon Ball. D. Oh, that ha- they use the Dragon Balls
0: too much, and every time they use them, it makes bad karma, and then eventually the Dragon Balls become sentient and evil. I don't. They, there's a reason they scrapped it.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I can tell. Okay, <laughs> so um, so yeah, they'll they'll have their own agendas, um, and it, this could be anything from like raising an army of the dead to conquer a specific region, and now the wraith is a king wraith of that region, mm. to uh, allying itself with a lich or a death knight or a draco lich or any other powerful undead. Being of its choice. Now it has to be undead because wraiths do hate the living and do seek to quench out all life wherever they go. Mm. They just they're, they're they're beings of negative energy. They're beings of entropy. So anything not entropic They're trying them. to like absorb
0: it and yeah. make it themselves
2: or whatever. Yeah, very much like the Abyss, like trying to undo reality, race yeah. trying to undo life. Nice. Um ability wise, the the fifth edition of wraith is essentially Identical to a specter, just souped up to like a challenge rating five, with one key extra feature, of a wraith can raise specters from the recently dead, and have an army of specters oh. at its beck and call. So wraiths rule over specters. Okay, and create specters directly.
0: That's interesting. That kind of makes sense too.
2: Yeah. So I mean, that's a wraith for you. They're fucking scary, if you ask me.
0: Yeah, I mean, they seem like just this rando like. I'm I'm evil. Like, right. I'm neutral evil. Neutral evil neutral scary. I don't neutral like neutral can be scary. Yeah, yeah, sure.
2: So, I don't know if you have any other questions about race before we move on to another topic I want to talk about real quick. Let's move on. Okay, so more than Kind and of stomaphos, there is a monster called a Sword Wraith. It's not really a wraith of any kind. It's it's actually it's it's a ghost. So, I think a more fitting name would be a battle ghost instead of A battle ghost instead of a Sword Wraith? You wouldn't say, just say Sword Ghost? Yeah, it's, well, I don't even know why they're, they're called sword anything. Like, they're... Okay, so a sword wraith, they're essentially the souls of glory or honor-obsessed warriors that died without ever gaining either of these things. Oh, okay. They like, died in some really messed up way that they never got the chance to prove themselves. Like, they fell off of, like, a like a cliff
0: on a hiking trail or some stupid crap? Sure.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a decent one. I think one of the more like common examples is, like, they get ambushed in, like, a battle, and, like, they all get killed really quickly before they even get a chance to defend themselves. Yeah, like, they were all asleep. Like right, Like, some of them exactly. die in their sleep or whatever. Right. Oh, that sucks. So, they're usually found on ancient battlefields where they died, um, um, they are generally hostile assholes uh, <laughs> that will fly into a rage if their valor and honor is ever questioned. Nice. Like they get real angry. But conversely, um, they're very easily appeased and befriended, even at times if they are properly praised and fond over regularly. You just pretend like you lost to them in the fight. Exactly. And like, it's, hey, oh, all right. dude, I totally heard of you. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> you're not Jethro the Fallen. You're Jethro the badass. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't even know why you're out here. Yeah. Seriously. Like, you <laughs> Should totally pass on, man. Yeah, go enjoy Valhalla.
0: You know, I've heard people say that if you have problems with ghosts in like real life or whatever, if you oh. think you have a problem with a ghost, to just tell it to go on, like move toward the light or <laughs> Bro, whatever. Bro,
2: get the fuck out of here. Yeah, what
0: are you doing, hanging around here? I'm just, no, I'm nobody. That's the,
2: okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. And, then,
0: and then sometimes it just does. I guess I don't know.
2: That's neat. <laughs> yeah, so that's totally,
0: apply this here. Yeah, apply to,
2: that here to the Battle Ghost, or I mean Sword Wraith. Sword Wraith, whatever, yeah. man. Yeah, like, whatever.
0: This is just some guy that didn't make Valhalla.
2: I thought it was a pretty cool little monster in Morning Stone of and I was like... Poorly named. It was poorly named, but it falls within the category of the same phantom-type creatures, so... I guess it does. <laughs> Talk about Sword Wraiths. <laughs> sword
0: Wraith. What kind of challenge rating does a Sword Wraith have?
2: Um, So there was two examples. One was like a Sword Wraith Warrior, and one was a Sword Wraith Commander. I think the Warrior was a challenge rating 3, but the Commander was a challenge rating 8. So they oh. they don't fuck around. They're they're powerful, but they're, their their is silly. And yeah, It's mean, really funny. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so uh, you uh, can spice that up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely.
0: You have to fight like a Gettysburg style. Like. Yeah, battalion of dudes that are all statted around this type of it, guy. It
2: gave an example of like if a town lives near an uh, ancient battlefield that has like uh, a squad of uh, sword wraiths. What they do is they'll hold a the festival in honor of their sword race to keep them peace. They'll just day of the dead it real exactly. quick. Exactly. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Like I made you but all but your favorite But what I think is funny about it is like they're singing the praises of essentially these losers. Like it's just really funny to me.
0: Yeah, I guess that's one way of looking at it. But yeah. like being, are you a loser? You're a loser if you get ambushed. But like. Is it your well,
2: fault? the reason I call them losers is because they're so fucking upset about it, they can't let it go. True. It's not that they're they very... died the way they did. There's no shame in dying to an ambush, you know, it's not your fault, but the fact that you're so hung up on it, it's like, dude, move on. Sort, <laughs> Poor sport, race. And then if you talk bad about them, they get so upset. Yeah. Like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> okay.
0: So anyways, I see what you're saying.
2: That's all I got on Ghost Specters and race, my dude. You got any questions? That was pretty good. All right. I liked it. We're going to call it a game. Bye. All right. We'll talk to you guys later.